Hello there. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> What's going down? <laughs> You're on a recovery pod. <laughs> not, not the best intro, but we'll fuck with it. Okay. <laughs> All right, so gaslighting, right? I, I saw, read, heard somewhere, don't remember where, that gaslighting, we all know what gaslighting is and we'll talk about it, but like gaslighting in recovery. So you go to the meeting, you sit down, you know, you're, you're early recovery, you're resistant, you know, you want to do things your way and, and the old timers got all the advice in the world and most of it is telling you what you need to do. Otherwise, what's going to happen is you're going to relapse. So somebody had flipped this to where it was like a form of gaslighting. Like, well, if you don't go to meetings or listen to your sponsor or do what he says, and if you don't, you know, do A, B, and C by the book the way I do it, you know, you're just going to relapse. And they're like, that's gaslighting because people, they're like naturally resistant. You know, we all want to do things our own way. We're stubborn. You know, and and just putting that energy and that thought out there is is like kind of like defeating people, pushing them away and almost like getting it in their head to create that destiny in a way. I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting flip. Kind of wondering your thoughts. Well, so gaslighting to me means is an attempt to control how somebody is feeling and their just perspective yeah that's that's a good an attempt to control their perspective okay so yes i agree that those people do have that attempt because they're just like well you have to see things my way right kind of like with you know a typical gaslighting with a narcissist like you know, oh, well, I didn't do that. That's an attempt to make them see a certain way, even if... But with them, it's a whole nother level. It's they're, they're wanting for you to see what they want you to see, not what they're actually seeing. So, um... But yeah... I knew that was going to freaking happen. Um... <laughs> So with those old timers or whoever, they don't come at with it with like, um, you know, a negative impact. Right. It's not like a bad intention. Yeah, it's not. So, yeah. So it's, it's basically them trying to limit your, your perspective, the way you were, the way you're seeing everything. So, um, instead of that, I feel like it's. It would just be better to just be like, okay, well, you know, this worked worked for me. And that's not to say that it's not important for them to warn people. Like, I know I do that. Like, you know, like, if you're going to date within your, you know, first couple of months of recovery, you know, there is a chance that you are not going to, it's not going to go over well. You mean, I'm, I'm in recovery saying- for alcohol. I shouldn't date this new person at three months sober who drinks every day? And just try to shift focus off myself. And, and you know, I shouldn't go to parties or hang out at the bar. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Your fucking favorite <laughs> bar. And we're going to bar. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so like just telling somebody, yeah, if, if you go to the bar, you will relapse. If you hang out with partiers, you will relapse. And if if somebody were to tell me that back when I was on my bullshit, I would be like, yeah, you know what? I am going to relapse. But because nobody did that, everybody's like, okay, you know, this isn't a good idea. Yeah, keep like, an eye on hmm. that. Yeah. I know I'd say stuff like that yeah, to you. Like, yeah, just yeah, keep you an eye on that. How do you feel? And ask questions. But I'm also trained, Yeah, you know, to kind of have these conversations in ways that do and don't work. But, like, the old school way is, like, you need to work the steps or you're going to die. <laughs> and, like, that's not to say that there's not truth there, you know, that it's not a good suggestion it's i think it's just a poor delivery yes but i like the idea of looking at that as gaslighting you know that that you are basically putting a perspective in their head now that they're gonna relapse if they don't do what you say yes um and there's a lot of ego in recovery there is a lot of ego in recovery like these people who got (laughs) time under their belts and they've been around there like there are well-intentioned people who know what the fuck they're talking about, but there is some ego dick, you know, and they <laughs> swing it, and it's big. That, yeah, no, they sword fight with the ego dick. And, like, uh, I've just seen it a lot. Not, not, not with too many people and not with everybody, obviously, but, like, with some people, they're just the fucking grandmasters of recovery, you know, haven't probably spotted a defect in years. Therefore, they're basically there just going unnoticed, trying to just be like the guy in the meeting with the power and the mm. the prestige to mm. like boss around his little ants. You know what I mean? Like I've seen people like that and I, I spot it and I'm like, <laughs> I see that and I go, don't be like that guy. Like make sure you remain teachable so I don't ever feel like I got the shit figured out. I know what works for me. And I will try to tell someone what worked for me, but I'm never going to be like, you have to read a new earth and, you know, become mindful and meditate or else you're going to be like, so, you know, like so distraught in your recovery. Like that's just defeating. And my path isn't your path, isn't his path, you know, but it's, it's hard. It's kind of hard not to because when you see people early in recovery and they are doing all these dangerous things, they don't go to meetings, they hang out with their friends who still use, their partners use, you know, they they clean, they want it their way Mm -hmm. and they want to try like hell to make it work their way. Everybody's so damn sensitive. They can't take a suggestion without fucking being butthurt and not coming back around, you know, and I don't know. It's like you want to warn them. Because some people will go out there and die if they relapse. But at the same time, me shoving my truth in their face isn't helping either. You know what I mean? Yeah, I really, you know, I never thought of it like that. Because, you know, in our meetings, we don't see that. Where people will wave their ego dicks around and want to be that guy who is in power, who has the most years under their belt, who is going to tell you what to do. So I haven't actually ever seen that. Even in, like, the Russian rehab I've been in, you know, there was a different kind of toxicity <laughs> over there. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> God. Well, you tell us about it one but day. I, I 
I will. But it's not that. It, it's not that. So, um, but yeah, so like those, those guys, those people doing that is like, they want to feel empowered, like they want to feel like they're in power. They're, they're want to control what you do and they want you to see things like they do. And even though it is with good intent, you know, when you, when you, when it comes to like trying to control somebody's anything, perspective, feeling, anything, that's when you become that, you know, person, just basically you, you grow a giant ego dick. So yeah. So yeah, it is, it is like gaslighting. You know, when you first brought it up, I'm just like, you know, gaslighting is trying to control people, right? But then right. I'm like, wait, hold it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you're trying to control someone, control their view on recovery, control their program, control mm-hmm. what they do in recovery, because there's so many levels. Like, you could come to meetings religiously, and you can not be around using friends, and you can say no to that partner who uses, but then they're going to be like, well, if you don't work the steps with your sponsor, you're, you know, not going to survive. Or if you don't call your sponsor every day, like I hated that one because I don't want to call someone every day. Like I don't feel like I need to call my sponsor every day. I call them if I don't even call them when I'm going through shit because I have multiple resources to use. Like Mm -hmm. I can call my girlfriend. I can call my friend. I can go to a meeting and I can get a message from anywhere in recovery. Like I'm not calling my old using buddies but even sometimes they have some decent shit because they I've kind of rubbed off on them a little bit. But like I can get a message from anywhere and I feel like this whole and you know, it's different nowadays. It's not quite the uh pyramid scheme it used to be where it's like guys with the most time are the gurus you need to listen to and the sponsor is your like savior and the person mm-hmm. who basically is like your life coach now. You know, it's a little different. Um, but there is still that mentality out there. But I mean, I can admit that like, even when in my job, like when people come in and they're like, well, I still want to smoke weed or, well, I just want to quit doing meth, but I like drinking and smoking. It's like, part of me is like, I just need to warn you, bro. Like you're staying under the, the thumb of the addiction. Like, yeah, you're, you're, you're not going to be out in the streets or up for six days straight like you were on meth. You're not going to like rob your mom's jewelry to go get a joint, but you're going to still live in this like foggy, you know, mindset where your coping skills aren't developed naturally and you're not really grasping these tools of recovery because you still have a um, blockage there and you turn to the joint or you turn to the beer to loosen up before you turn to some other form of anger management or or break some of those um, like limited beliefs and barriers that keep you in your shell. You know what I mean? Like I was in my shell like a motherfucker. I needed like all these specific drugs to get out of my shell, basically to just get out of the way of my judgments of myself. But like in the last few years, I've been able to like address those and now I'm I'm hardly ever in my head or in my shell. You know, I'm just chilling. Like, um, but yeah, like, yeah, it's it's hard. And there's because like you want to warn someone, you want to let let them know, like, hey, man, 
But but the best answer, especially in meetings, I've heard this said a lot, where when someone's like talking about going back out and relapsing, they're just like, all right, let me know how it is out there. You know, if you make it back, let me know. Let me, my, my recovery coach would say that all the time. Mm-hmm. She'd just straight up be like, oh, you're thinking about kind of using again? I'm like, well, I don't know. And she's like, oh, well, fucking go do it. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, I mean, see ya. Let me know how it is. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't want to do it. I was just thinking about it. And she goes, well, then what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, it was just that simple. But if she was like, no, don't do it. Oh, my God. Like, you have so much to lose. Or just think about all the stuff you've gain from recovery i'd be like yeah. yeah but you know i'm i'm arguing for the other side right so yeah kind of like you were saying like just sharing my experience with you take what you want from it i'm not controlling you like i i will i will gladly help anybody but i'm there for me like if you don't want it that's not my problem you know what i mean yeah and like man i now I'm realizing a little bit, like, with people that I'm sponsoring, you know, I know what works for me, right? So I'm, like, I'm trying to push that shit. I'm, mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, like, you should try. You know, I'm not doing, like, I'm not saying, like, you have to do this or you will relapse. I don't right. say that shit. I'm right. just, like, hey, you know, you should really try this out. You and that's really- different. Yeah, I guess. That's totally different. It is, yeah. Bro, I um, push a new earth on anybody that'll listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> Go buy a new earth. Read it. If you don't like the first chapter, skip that shit. It's weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, what is this I am a plant thing? Fuck this book. Is this guy talking about like, I like nah, bro. I do too, but like I've had like at least 3 to 5 people be like, "What the fuck is this?" and they don't read it. I might just just skip to chapter 2. You get into that ego shit. That's where I want you to be. But, yeah, it's never like, oh, you won't uh, ever, you know, get to a a healthy mindset if you don't read this book. It's not like that. So I think it's way different. And I think the approaches we both take with our sponsees are like, you know, I I leave a fair amount to them. Like, this is on you. You know, sometimes I feel bad for not reaching out more, pushing them more. But this is on them. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm here. You know what I mean? Like. Um, I have all the suggestions in the world for you. If you don't take them, you know what I mean? That's on you. But, like, now I'm not going to deal with them coming back at me with the same shit every day. Yeah. You know, like, complaining about problems that I offer solutions for and they don't try. Eventually, I'll be like, well, have you tried anything? Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you want me to say, man? You figure out the cheat code to make it work how you want it to work. Let me know. Like... You know, same thing I say when people want to moderate and and casually or successfully use. I'm like, if you figure out the fucking cheat code, tell me. (laughs) Like, because I don't know it, you know. And I don't really want it, but that's just kind of like my loose way of being like, hey, there was a way, you know. Anyway. Fuck that cheat code. It doesn't exist. I don't know. I just feel like people... Have to be at a certain level of desperation to be able to ch- take suggestions. Yeah. To be able to just start changing something. Because, you know, if people are doing something they're not supposed to or whatever and it's been working for them, 
why would you expect, how can you expect them to, like, see, first of all, see what they're doing, and then, like, want to change that? And, like, some people even, like, they'll, they'll hit a, you know, a roadblock or something, and then they'll somehow, like, magically bounce back from it, and then, you know, just continue with their behavior, thinking, oh, it's fine this time, you know, kind of like, I don't know, with, like, your leg, right? As soon as it gets better, it's like, oh, well, I don't need to do any of this. Yeah. So it's like, people have to get there themselves. Right. They have to get to a point where shit, like, really realize, like, I can't keep doing this. Mm-hmm. So then you want to try something different. I mean, I got to a point where I was ready to jump at anything. You know, you telling me about, you know... I mean, I, I knew about New Earth before, but I didn't want to read it. But it's like after you telling me, like, hey, you know, like, this is, this is really good shit. And I was like, fuck, man. Like, I'm desperate. So it is it is true that it's a gift of desperation. That's because change is scary. Like, it's unknown. And it's not guaranteed. You know? Yeah, so you have to get to a point where... The the idea of change is a lot is a lot le- is like s- less scarier than where you're at. Does that make sense? I almost thought you were gonna say exactly what I was gonna say, and you started to. What were you gonna say? Where the fear of change is less scary than the fear of staying the same. That's pretty much what I said. It is pretty much, but I thought you were gonna say it word for word, and I was gonna be like, what? <laughs> fucking get out of my head nah but yeah that's where it's at like dude for years I just sat there using in my cycle I hated it I mean I didn't hate every single moment of it mm-hmm. but I, I was really distraught I was just like dude what the fuck am I doing Yeah. but I didn't know one I didn't think recovery was possible for me mm-hmm. so that stops you right there because why am I going to try something I'm pretty much certain is not going to work and i didn't know what that would be like i didn't know if i would like feel everything as intensely as day one forever i didn't know if i would have any type of grip on my emotions or if it was even possible i didn't know if my dopamine would re you know calibrate and and i'd actually enjoy little things again i didn't know any of that shit and and when I went to meetings back then, I was forced to, but everybody being all like, oh my God, life's so much better for me, blah, blah. But then they had like the really in-depth like recovery, like addiction journeys that I couldn't relate with. So I was like, well, you're just happy to be out of this crazy, you know, wild yeah. hole you were in. I'm not really in a hole like that. Like I was in a hole, but it was more like, and it was worse because... Nothing was bad enough to be like, dude, you have to stop. It was just like fucking tired of just being Mm -hmm. right below the surface. Like I'm just grinding right below the surface for like 15 years. And I'm just like, you know, it's it's like it's not horrible, but it sucked, man. And it was just so anyway, it had to get to that point <clears throat> where I was like losing my mind and so not in control of any of my thoughts or emotions 
to where I just had to get desperate and be like, all right, then, like, whatever. Go to meetings? All right, then, I'll do it, you know? <laughs> like, 90 and 90 days, what? Like, fuck, dude, you want me to just breathe recovery? But all right, man, if that's what you're saying, I'll do it. Well, actually, we'd like you to try one, go to one every day for a year. I was like, hold up. <laughs> hold up. Now you're asking too much. And, you know, I pretty much continued going to meetings now. Fuck, I went to six meetings last week. But it's usually like two. Two is good for me. I'm good with one a week. Like, I've got almost six years. Like, I'm good. I Well, I do my groups. So that's technically I probably did like 11 meetings that's last, last week. <laughs> Because I'm involved in my groups, you know, I, I enjoy it, but I'm also facilitating and kind of have to be there, so I don't count those. But yeah, they definitely don't let me off the hook. I'm involved in them. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Meetings. 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 Don't touch meetings. They're meetings. <laughs> uh, Meetings? Meetings. I, I think we got some fire-ass meetings. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, very rarely is it just decent. And that's as low as it ever gets for me. Is Is... Good. Are you bored or something? I'm sorry. Are you I'm fucking t- tired? <laughs> Jeez. Every time I start talking, you fucking No, I really shit. don't mean to. I'm sorry. I know. Um, no, but like, I've been to a lot of meetings, and, and I don't think any meetings are like, well, there are some bad meetings. There are some bad meetings. So if you don't like meetings, and, and it's, it's a whole lot of shit you don't like, Try a different meeting. <laughs> yeah. Like if I go to a drug dealer and he's got some bonk shit and I know that there's like five other drug dealers. This is not a good metaphor. It is. I'm going to go to the other drug dealers. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's just what I'm going to do. If you don't got what I want, I'm going to find it somewhere else before I give up. How about let's do a different one. And just say, okay, all right, doing I'll, the same thing. All right, all right, I'll be appropriate. If I go to fucking Ruby Tuesdays <laughs> and they fuck my steak yeah, up every time say. I go there, but I know there's an Applebee's right there and there's five other chains, I'm gonna go get my steak somewhere else before I just keep going to fucking Ruby Tuesdays. There you go. <laughs> all right, doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Well, not Definition just no, not just that, not just that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she's about to blow you away um no nah, no nah, so i'm not saying expecting the same different result i'm saying people what people will do is they'll go to a meeting and they'll be like meetings suck like i've had people go to this one meeting i think sucks and they're yeah. like this meetings suck because all i hear is this and that and like people are like this and that i'm like well yeah that meeting fucking sucks like they go there, they bitch about their problems week after week. They don't mm-hmm. bring any solutions to the table. They're not talking about recovery principles. They're just whining, bitching, and moaning. Like, And the only people that like end up kind of sticking around that meeting are the people who go there to whine and bitch and moan and get co-signed and bullshit. So when someone new to recovery comes and they're like, oh, I'm going to check out this meeting, and they go to that meeting, 
Now, their whole idea of recovery sucks because they're like, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't want to go to these. It's not helping me. You know what I mean? Um, so, anyway, yeah. Is this like, a little meeting ego dick that's flying around? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Damn it. Our meetings are fire, man. Hey. No, that's true. Like, in comparison to other meetings that I've checked out so far, like... That one is the one where you got people bitching and moaning the least. In fact, in fact, in fact, there's not a single person on that meeting who does that shit. Right? Literally. Not even like me. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) No, seriously. That's huge. (laughs) Don't push it. Um, So... Yeah. No, and it's not an ego dick. It's not because it's our meeting or the one. Like, I went to that meeting because that's what gravitated me. Like, when it was just a few of the core people who have been there for a while, that's how that meeting was. It was very enlightening. It was very, like, focused on themselves, focused on solutions. Yeah, we talk about our problems. We share our load. But we don't just go and bitch and just complain week after week. You know, someone comes in. They have a rough day. They're going through some things. They let it out. They're just like, man, I'm just feeling like this. And then they come back and they're like, man, I'm glad y'all were there for me. I don't know what was up with me or this is what was up with me. And this is kind of what I had to like help me to share that. You know what I mean? And and we're all supportive of each other. But I don't know. It's just the vibe and, and the the content I'm really digging. Like I think... If it wasn't for this meeting, like if it was only the other meetings I had experienced, I don't know if I would have found like a home group, a meeting that I want to go to as much more than just going to make sure I'm doing what is suggested to stay sober. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like the few times I've like just had relapse thoughts, I'm like, I'd probably still go to the meeting. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't want to not go to the meeting. Like, um, but yeah, which is a good thought, I guess. You know, but yeah, a little bit of yeah. I was gonna say a little bit of little bit of meeting ego dick there, but no, 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 no. That's all spiritual dick. <laughs> That's even better. Spiritual dick, hey. There's a lot of dicks in this episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just, whoa, there goes another one. Watch out. It's all that talk about Enema earlier that oh, God. got you fucking thinking about it. Don't tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Too late. 